2D materials are objects that are only one or two atoms thick. Graphene is the most well known of these, but many incredibly thin substances exist. These exotic materials are strong, flexible, semi-transparent and great conductors of electricity. But before they can be used in novel technologies, we need efficient ways of making them. Graphite, as found in pencil leads, is made up of many layers of graphene. And to isolate graphene, all these layers have to be peeled away one by one until only a single layer is left. Researchers at UCL have found a new method of obtaining single 2D sheets from layered materials. Paddy Cullen, the study's lead author, spoke to me about how they went about this. One of the main areas of research to create a scalable way of making these nanosheets is called liquid phase exfoliation. And what researchers try and do there is take a layered material and somehow try and make it go into a liquid. Most people in the past have tried to just match the solvent. So you've got water, you've got like lots of alcohols, like lots of different solvents you could use, liquids, and try and match them to the layered material to try and then put some physical force on in, into the system, like stirring it. They make a sort of mixture of the two-dimensional sheets from the layered material in the liquid. And these physical forces can often damage the actual nanosheets themselves, the ones that you're trying to make in the first place. So what is it your new method does then? In this paper, we inserted metal atoms between the sheets in a layered material, in 10 different layered materials, I think. And then simply we added solvent to the layered material. And then we didn't use any physical force whatsoever and we just watched it dissolve. There's charge donation from the metal to the sheets. So what you end up with is positive metals in between the layers and negative charge on the sheets. So it's like a salt. And then when you add the solvent, it doesn't react with it, it just dissolves. This has shown us some really nice undamaged sheets. As Paddy said, it's just like table salt. The sheets are negatively charged and the metal is positively charged and they form a stable bond with each other, which means they won't react with the water, but instead are dissolved by it. And what's the advantage of having it dissolved? One of the things that our technique allows us to do is once we have this uh, solution of some of the 2D materials, we have negatively charged layers in the solution and positively charged metal ions. And so we can make a little circuit with the liquid itself and actually put two electrodes inside and put a voltage across them and then you'll have a positive electrode and a negative electrode and the negatively charged sheets will all go to the positive electrode and the positively charged metal ions will go to the negative electrode. And the other good thing about that is on the electrode the sheets are going to, they only go to the conductive part of the electrode. So we can start to imagine that we could make a patterned electrode and deposit them in a controllable manner. Could you have one electrode having multiple 2D materials coming to it? Yeah, you could. People say that it's like a library of two-dimensional materials, all with these different electronic properties. You can start to then build up things like LEDs or solar cells and... You just build them up with lots of different two-dimensional materials. But could you tell us what device you're thinking of working on next? At the moment, I'm working f with electrodes for fuel cells, hydrogen fuel cells. 
trying to make high surface area catalysts out of these two-dimensional materials. Some of them are catalytically active themselves. Okay, that means they speed up reactions. Exactly, yeah. And the, of course, you know, because you've got the sheets are sort of by definition the highest surface area thing you can get. It's all surface area, basically. Every, every piece of it is exposed to whatever medium it is in. They're potentially very useful for being very high surface area catalysts. Which we might one day use for, what, hydrogen-powered cars? Exactly, yeah, that's what exactly what I'm working on at the moment, actually. Hopefully, we'll be driving around in one of those soon. That was Paddy Cullen, and the study was published in Nature Chemistry.